0: Good morning and welcome to Hawaii Matters. My name is Devin. I am your host for this morning's show. Uh, we are pleased to have with us this morning, Mr. Alan Yamamoto. He is with Osh.
1: Yes, that's correct. Thank you, Devin.
0: <laughs> now, okay, explain to people what HIOSH is because people understand OSHA, they may they may go,
1: Osh. what is that? HIOSH is the state equivalent of federal OSHA. So here in Hawaii, we have jurisdiction over everything that is not um, feder- federally operated okay uh, any work on uh, federal installations and any maritime. Um HIOSH does have its own standards, and in some cases, we do have standards that federal OSHA does not have. Mm. And also, that is the number one question we get when we enter an establishment. Uh, we introduce ourselves as HIOSH inspectors or consultants, and the first question we get is, you're from where?
0: You guys have, I'm sure, been around since OSHA's been around, correct? Yeah,
1: so OSHA was created in 1970. Um, HIOSH has been around since 1974. Oh, okay. Uh, what divisions do you have within HIOSH? Uh, so, we have our compliance branch and we have our consultation and training branch. Uh, those are our t- two major branches. Our compliance branch is the ones who go out and perform the inspections, issue citations, and penalties. Uh, the consultation branch, we're there as a, a assistance program for employers. So we answer questions, um, we provide guidance, and but the crown jewel of our uh, program is we provide on-site assistance to small businesses, um, to employers.
0: Oh, that's great. Uh, once again, speaking to Alan uh, Yamamoto, he is with Hayash. Uh He is a consultation program manager. Tell me exactly what that means, because I have no idea what that means. Uh,
1: um, I, I'm in charge of the state's consultation and training program. So like I said, we, uh, we go out and we provide assistance to employers um, at their request um, or as, as they need it. Um, they'll contact us and then we'll come out and we'll provide whatever assistance we can to get them within compliance of our standards.
0: So I can imagine the last few years have been quite interesting for you guys at HIASHA.
1: Yes, yes, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it has, especially with COVID and, and, all, and the pandemic running how, wild. How
0: did it impact uh, what you folks had to do? I mean, obviously, what, everything was remote?
1: Um, no, we actually came into the office. Uh, we were one of the few agencies that wow. were deemed essential. And so we were working from the office, um, still providing assistance. Um, you can imagine that a lot of businesses did not know what to do during the pandemic. So we, yeah. so we were one of the services that were available helping to guide them.
0: That's awesome. Uh, but that means that's a lot of work for you guys.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> but we try to handle it. Now, okay, uh,
0: so maybe so that people understand, um, there's the federal OSHA guidelines, there's HIOSH. You said that some of the HIOSH uh, guidelines are actually more stringent than um, what you see federally. So is like, maybe do do we describe it like a cake? How do you describe what you're looking at in terms of, if, if I'm a small business and I'm looking at the federal OSHA guidelines and the HIOSH guidelines, Obviously, federal takes precedence over. No, Hawaii. no, um, it's the other y- way around. You
1: either follow one or the other. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So um, it's two separate pieces of cake, and it's just a matter of which cake you um, y- you fall under. Oh. Uh, so, like I said, if you're a business within Hawaii and you're not operating on a military installation, you're not operating doing performing maritime work. Um, and you're not the federal government itself, then you would follow, uh, or you would fall under high-assist jurisdiction, and therefore you would follow high OSHA standards, and not federal OSHA.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. W- 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 at what point are you more stringent?
1: Uh, we uh-huh. have certain requirements that federal OSHA does not have. For example, we do have a requirement for a written safety and health program. If you have more than 10 employ- or ten or more employees, um, then we actually require you to have um, that written safety and health program. Federal OSHA does not have that requirement. Oh. Also, We've also made changes to other uh, federal standards such as record keeping. We have additional reporting requirements where you're required to report to us um, any accidents, work-related accidents that involve $25,000 or more in property damage. That's something that federal OSHA does not have. And so there are small nuances like that where we have requirements that federal OSHA does not have or where we've taken their regulations and we've made small adjustments to make it a little more stringent or a little more strict.
0: And was this over time or did this all happen like when Hawaii OSHA was created?
1: Um, This has happened over time. Uh, You know, um, when OSHA was first created, we had our own standards, we had our own nomenclature, things like that, and our standards were actually based off of the same guidance documents that OSHA used but at a later publication date. Hmm. So to begin with, our standards were a little more stricter because they were based off a later uh, publication date of the standards that OSHA based their standards off of. Okay, And then from there, uh, we pretty much blanket adopted the federal standard with, but uh, where we thought that there were changes that we made that were uh, important um, to the uh, safety of em- the employees of Hawaii, we actually kept those in our standards. Hmm. Okay. Um, but
0: Alan, I want to back up a little bit and, and get into uh, some of your background, uh, just because people may wonder like who goes to work for Hayash? So for you, uh, you look like local boy, You've yes. been here, right? Yes. So Born and raised. Born and raised? Uh, where did you go to school? Uh Mililani. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, oh, he's a Trojan. Yes, I am. All right. Proud Trojan. Brown and gold. And then um you uh you went to college where?
1: I went to school um, at UH Hilo. Wow, what made you decide to go to Hilo? Um, I wanted to get away from home, but stay in Hawaii, you <laughs> know, so Smart. so yeah, okay. I thought, you know, oh, what, a what, what's available out there, you know, <laughs> and, and I really like the size and the atmosphere of mm-hmm. Hilo.
0: So um, when you got to UH Hilo, you decided to get a degree in what? Because I'm trying to figure out how you go UH Hilo and then you end up at Hayash.
1: <laughs> Um, the story that I tell everybody is I was tricked into this position Oh really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I actually went to school um, and I majored in natural sciences uh, with a minor in earth and space science Which is a nice broad background to become a, a, a school teacher, a school science teacher okay. um, But that's not something that I wanted to do, um, especially if I wanted to stay in Hawaii oh. um, You know We all know um, that school teachers aren't paid the most here in Hawaii, (laughs) and whatever money they do have, they end up putting it back in the classroom. Not only that, unfortunately, they're always working, and that time that they put in, unfortunately, is not compensated. Right. Right, and so that I thought long and hard, and I thought, you know, well, what can I do with this degree? This degree, if I'm not going to go into uh, teaching, and I actually thought that I could do something environmental with this, mm-hmm. um, with this degree. So I actually started out as um, in Hayash as an environmental health specialist, okay. which is our title for our compliance health inspectors. Okay. So, um, you know, like I said, I got tricked. I got tricked by the position (laughs) title. Um, It said environmental. I thought environmental, outdoors, nature, and, you know, surprise, kid. You're working for OSHA. You're working for HIOSH. The other thing I tell people is I'm not sure that I knew what HIOSH or OSHA was before I started working there. There might have been one chapter in one business course that I took during college that mentioned OSHA, but other than that... (laughs) And that was 22 years ago. Wow, you've been doing it for 22 years? Yeah. So I've been been with the agency for 22 years. I spent the first 11 and a half years as as a compliance inspector before I moved over to the consultation training branch and eventually assumed the position of the branch manager. So in in that
0: time, uh, what have you seen in terms of compliance, in terms of uh, rules that have come up? Uh, Have there been major changes or have things kind of stayed the same?
1: They've relatively stayed the same. Um, Once in a while, um, you know, we will get a new standard, a brand new revision that comes out. But that is far and few in between. Mm. Um, the reason being it actually takes an act of Congress to get something passed um, or a new standard promulgated. No, he's not joking. It's literally <laughs> it's an act of Congress. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> we we, are, we hear stories of um, those people who actually write the standards, they can spend their entire career trying to promulgate a standard and not actually see it in uh, promulgated in their career. No way, really? Yeah. Wow. Imagine how unfulfilling that, I that know. would be.
0: Okay. Once again, uh, we're speaking with Alan Yamamoto. He is the uh, consultation program manager for HIOSH. Now, uh, if people want to get more information about HIOSH, uh, the best way to do that is actually on your website, correct?
1: Yes. um, Our website is uh, labor.hawaii.gov slash HIOSH. That's labor, L-A-B-O-R dot Hawaii spelled out dot gov slash h i o s h. Okay, and on there you can find information about the HIOSH program as well as the consultation and training brand.
0: There was something else I was I was going to ask you, and now now it's completely slipped my mind. So I'm going to move to the consultation and training thing uh, that you gave me. it says uh, providing on-site and off-site services that are free and confidential, no citations, no penalties. So this consultation and training, this is a program that you folks run?
1: Yes, this is a program that we run. And um, like I s- mentioned earlier, the crown jewel of our program is actually our on-site services. Mm-hmm. So the way that we work is by request. An employer has to request our services. We do not just show up at your door like how um, the enforcement branch does. Um, but um, And we actually work with you to develop... Um, your safety and health program, your safety and health management system, as well as we help identify any um, safety hazards that you may have that uh, need correcting that would ordinarily be cited by our enforcement branch and things that you might even get penalized if they find it.
0: So this is a... A preventative measure. Yes, a this is a, a
1: proactive measure
0: you, for for businesses. Do you find that a lot of businesses take advantage of it, or do they not know um, it probably probably exists?
1: Probably not as much as they should. We're, we're just trying to get the word out that um, you know we're here. We're a service for you. You know, you you don't have to fear anything from us. You know, we're we're, we're not <laughs> the guys a, with the that's stick. That's the major
0: one, I think. Yeah, people yeah. Are
1: always like, oh my gosh, it's ocean. <laughs> Everything that we do for an employer is free. There's no cost to it, as well as it's kept confidential. You know, mm. we, we don't let anyone know where we've been or what we found as long as you um, uphold your commitments. Has this always been in existence? Um, as far as I know, yes. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, I only learned about Hayash and Osha in in, in 2000 when, when I first joined them. But as far as I'm aware of, yes. Wow. This sounds like a, a program that...
0: So many businesses could definitely use. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Um so uh can, can you walk me through just a little bit? So I I have a small business, what, ten people, fifteen people?
1: Oh yeah, um, right? we can um our definition of small business is actually quite large when when you think about it. Okay. Um if you have less than two hundred and fifty employees on site and less than five hundred employees corporate wide, we consider you to be a small business. Wow. What I wanna do is
0: uh, I give this number a call 586 uh, 9100 I schedule a visit and then what can I expect to have happen
1: All right so uh, what will happen is uh, we'll actually schedule that visit so like I said we work completely by appointment we don't show up unannounced we'll find a time that works both or best for both parties and then we'll come out and we'll actually conduct the visit Now the visit consists of an opening conference, a walkthrough. Um, Document reviews Employee interviews And then A closing conference And so Wow um, That's actually Kind of a lot of stuff It's quite uh, Elaborate Yeah And um, the other thing That I also failed to mention About our service Is we will only address the concerns or the areas that you, as the employer, want us to. So you, the employer has complete control of the visit, which is a lot different from the enforcement yeah, branch. Exactly, who,
0: they come in and go, "Okay, you got to open everything." Right, and let's open see. everything.
1: I want to see here. Yeah, I yeah, want to yeah, see yeah, this. Yeah. I want to see yeah. that. Um, I tell um, our clients or our potential clients that it's not uncommon where we come to a locked door, and uh, the employer will ask us, "Do you want to look in there?" And um, my response back to them is. I don't you? know. Do you want Do you me to go <laughs> in there? Because if you don't, then, then I won't. Then, then I
0: won't, exactly. Wow, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. And I would think because there is no, I mean, again, it's confidential.
1: Yeah, right? yeah. You can it, go, take a look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, right. um, you know, coming from the enforcement branch, it was really refreshing. Um, You know, it oh, yeah, took a little, right. it, enforcement, it, so. it took a little while to get used to yeah. because. Um, you know, you're used to employers saying, all right, how can I get rid of this guy as as yeah. soon as possible? Yeah. You know, I want to show him the least amount of things. And then you move over to the consultation branch and it's uh, the complete opposite. It's like they're opening doors. They're showing, no, I want you to take a look at this. I want you what to find what's wrong. wrong? What, what am do I doing wrong? What do I need wrong? to fix? Yeah, right, so it's right, right. very refreshing or a very refreshing you approach. You feel like, oh, they're going to give me malasadas when <laughs> <I go in." laughs> just make me go.
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, I mean, to go from... Ten years in that enforcement side to doing what you do now. I mean, how long did it take you to sort of have to make that switch? Because it's gotta be you're like, whoa! I don't think you, you should actually have that. <laughs> that's really that's kind of um, dangerous. No, uh, well,
1: it's it's a relatively easy switch. It's just a my it's just a matter of um, you know changing your mentality mm. of all right. So you know. Now I need to find everything to help them to, you know, to so that to address it. it, it yeah, because they're
0: being proactive about it. Proactive trying to, and yeah, in yeah. the event
1: that they do get inspected, I want to try and make it as painless as possible. Right, right. How many do they have in your department? I'm supposed to have four consultants. Um, Right now, I I have three, so we have one vacancy. Um, As you've probably heard on our ads, we are hiring. So um, we are looking for one more uh, safety consultant.
0: Let's talk about that job a little bit. As far as um, your, what are you looking for? I mean, uh, an ideal person to be doing this job over at Hayash is it an attention to detail? What are you kind of looking for?
1: Um, it's a little bit of everything. You know, they, they have to be a people person because we do work with all different types of um, employers and we do contact all different types of people. Mm-hmm. And they have to be able to explain, um, you know, um, what hazards are, what standards are things like that, and then also the um, identification portion of identifying what's wrong and um, being able to point that out to to the employer. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of that can be learned, but... in terms of the technical information, but, you know, gen- generally speaking, we're looking for that outgoing person who who, who can, um, you know, actually communicate. Um, and that's a big part of our job. Um, do they need to have a, a background in health and safety, any of that kind of stuff? Um, it does help. Um, um, on the safety side, I believe that there is a requirement for a degree uh, um, a degree degree. Uh, a four year degree. And then from there, um, you know, we'll take a look at what type of experience you have. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. we are hiring down to the two level, which is what we consider a trainee level. Mm-hmm. So you're not required to know everything, um, you know, and, 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 like I said, we will get you trained up, um, you know, to, to an adequate level. Very cool. Very cool. Hey, um,
0: I wanted to pivot if we could, um, looking at the site here, um, for Hayash, um, I have August 15th to the 21st Safe and Sound Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, could we get into that a little bit? Because that yes. sounds interesting. So, I mean, it's going to be coming up. This is going to mm-hmm. run uh, uh, next weekend. So it'll be like a week away from this.
1: So Safe and Sound is a national OSHA pro- uh, pro- program. And is if you're familiar with our stand downs, it's something very similar to that. Uh, Safe and Sound is a week that focuses in on uh, developing and implementing your safety and health program, celebrating your program if you have one. You know, at that same time, um, updating and seeing what what, what changes need need to be made. So it's an entire week dedicated to that. um, And that's where we, um, HIOSH, as well as Federal OSHA, encourage you to um, either take a look at your safety and health program or start one if you don't already have one. What do you think
0: has been sort of the fear of people just doing this proactively?
1: Um, One of the fears is that, um, that we are HIOSH you know that we are one big family and that we will share information yeah. um, in between the consultation branch and the enforcement branch but you know I can tell you that does not happen we're actually located in a separate office uh, mm-hmm. from the enforcement branch um, it's key card controlled they do not have access to um to our uh, office uh, or to any of our files. They don't know where we've been. They don't know what we've found. Mm. Um, so, you know, I I can squash that uh, yeah. right here and now. You know, there is no correlation between um, if you, should you get a consultation, should you request a consultation visit and then get inspected afterwards? That's just it's by not, sheer it's chance. It's not related. No, it's of, not related. Yeah. Um, Um, unless you've failed to uphold your commitments, which I mentioned a little bit earlier, um, Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll get to that shortly. Um, But um, we do target the same um, industries um, in terms of who uh, we're trying to assist. Um, You know, we're we're after those high hazard industries. And federal or um, our enforcement branch is also targeting those high hazard industries. Mm -hmm. So there will be times there when, there, when there's when right, there's overlap right. and that's what we have and then you know once that happens then word of mouth flies and it's they think it the two correlate with each other but mm. they really don't.
0: Well, I think but the part about it that not um, confuses me but I just sort of feel bad for them is you know if you're if you're a small business and you think to yourself I have to keep OSHA out of here so you know what I mean, but they they do it by trying to sort of obfuscate things or hide things, as opposed to saying, "Okay, let's proactively reach out to Hayash and get these things done." So that you know what I mean. I mean, are they are they worried about cost? Is it is um, it? A,
1: I'm not sure. I I, I think it, 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 that could be part of it. You know, yeah. um, oh my goodness, am I going to have to fix all of this? How much money am I going to have to spend yeah, to fix yeah. all of this? But um, the other part that I tell employers is that you know. If federal or um, if HIOSH and our enforcement branch comes in um, and they find this, you're going to have to fix it anyway. (laughs) I mean, you know, why get penalized on top of that? You know, the example I use is if we come across an outlet that is missing its faceplate, that the cover is busted or or, or broken, you know, how much does that outlet cost? cover costs maybe three bucks five Mm. bucks if you want to splurge a little Um, if enforcement finds that you're looking to pay up to fourteen thousand dollars fourteen thousand five hundred dollars on top of that five dollar fix wow so you know why would you want to pay that much when you can you know if you have us come in the consultation and training branch and we can find that for you you know now you're back to that five dollar fix $14,505 14505 or $5, wow. right? Which, which, which one do you really want to? Holy um,
0: smokes. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mind is blown a little bit here. Yeah. Um, uh, once again, Alan Yamamoto here joining us uh, from Haya. She's the consultation program manager. Um, you know, uh, we touched a little bit on COVID uh, when we first started, but, you know, it is starting to rear its ugly head again. In terms of people catching stuff, so for for you guys, how do you address that the, with regards to your operations or just how you're going out there?
1: Um, the main thing that we want is that uh, for employers to basically evaluate their workplace a, 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 and determine what exposures they have. You know, every workplace is different. You know, um, the way that they're situated, whether or not they have customers coming in, pay, uh, patients coming in. You know things like that, and so every place is going to be different. But you know, um, I identify what the hazard is, and then you know develop those controls that that you think will protect your employees. So okay. that's so, so. So those are the two things that that they need to do: is e- evaluate their their situation. And then take appropriate action to protect their employees.
0: In fact, I uh, looking through the site again. I noticed it says increased high penalties January fifteenth. Yes. Oh no. Yes, and,
1: <laughs> and our penalties are tied to the rate of inflation. So when it increased oh in January, it increased six point something percent. Yeah, wow. from the previous year. And that's going to continue every year. So every year, our penalties are going to change based on the rate of inflation.
0: Okay, hang on now. The willful or repeated penalty is from $10,000 up to $145,000?
1: Yes, that is correct. That is our top penalty, and that's per violation. 100 that's per per, violation. Per oh yeah, yeah that's violation. Right. And um, you know those are uh, reserved for our most special cases. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we call it? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it, 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 basically, if it's a willful, that means that an employer knew no about a hazard, knew knew that it was against the standard, and chose to violate it anyway. And most likely, in those instances, something happened. Wow. You know, there there was some serious injury or, yeah. or accident that happened and and that's when we tend to issue those types of stuff. You don't wanna do with so. any
0: of this stuff, man. This is crazy. Um now can you go over High gravity, moderate gravity.
1: What what is that? Um, that's ba- uh, So we use what we call a gravity based penalty system. Okay, and um, that is based off of two different factors. It's based off of severity of the injury that is likely to occur oh. as a result of the hazard, and the second is the likelihood of that um, accident or that hazard becoming an, an accident or an injury mm. or illness. So um, within severity, we have high, medium, and lesser. Your high severity is going to be things that either kill you or have um, irreversible damage. Um, You know, um, a a fall from a roof, uh, loss of an arm or loss of a hand, loss of a limb, you know, something like that. Those are permanent and serious um, hazards. So those carry our highest severity. And then from there, we go into medium. Medium is our uh, reversible injuries, but are still serious enough, Mm -hmm. um, that, um, you know, broken bones, those types of things. And then um, our low hazard or uh, low severity is um, our... Kind of minor, you Should know. You ankle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, those have you the, get that a bit, paper cut. That's okay. reversible <laughs> as well as minor in nature. Okay. And then from there, we also look at probability, um, you know, how likely is something to become an injury or an illness. We're looking at how many employees are exposed to that hazard, yeah. how long they're exposed to that hazard. Um, how many days out of the week they're exposed to that hazard? You know things like that. So all of that affects the, pri- um, the probability, which is either um, higher or um, higher or lesser. Yeah. Um, or, and between the severity and the probability, we calculate our gravity-based penalty. Wow. Okay. You know, I,
0: I wanted to touch on um, if you're an employee and you're if you're an employee of a small business and you're listening to this. Recommending to them to your business that hey, maybe you should check out the consultation branch, I don't think is a bad thing. Um, especially if, you, if you're if you listening to this and going, Hold oh, on, that fine sounds crazy. Maybe we need to ask the consultation branch to come in and take a look at what we do, right? I mean, there's, yeah. there's no harm in it,
1: yeah. Um, so I, I would, if you're that employee, I would encourage you to talk to your supervisor, talk to management, and um, have um. Have them seriously consider having our our services come in. Um, we do require that commitment that I was mentioning earlier, which is why if someone does request a, our service, it does have to come from an upper management person. Um, they have to commit to a couple of things. Uh, first one is that if we find any serious hazards, those hazards have to be corrected. Mm. Um, the second one is if we find any imminent danger hazards, hazards immediately dangerous to employees' life or health it has to be corrected immediately or employees have to be removed from the hazard until it can be corrected. Wow. Um, and then you just have to keep us in the loop as to, you know, how things are going whether or not things got fixed or not. Okay. Um, the other understanding is that if we come out and enforcement comes out in the future, that does not mean that they're not going to find anything. Mm. Uh, what I tell everybody is what we see is a snapshot in time. You know, um, th- six months down the road, a year later, things change. And if yeah. something was going on... Um, Something that's going on now That wasn't going on then You know We wouldn't be able to make Any evaluation right, off right. of it exactly. As well as you know Like I said em- Employer has complete control So if you don't want us To look in that area Then we're not gonna <laughs> Look in that area We're not gonna identify Let, me, let me just say After meeting
0: Alan And talking story with him For about half an hour you, you let him look. <laughs> let him take a look at whatever area he needs to take a look at within your office, because I think I think it's actually going to pay off for you. Um, uh, once again, uh, thank you, Alan. I appreciate you coming by, Alan Yamamoto. Uh, he is with Hayash. He's a consultation program manager. And once again, the, the consultation versus enforcement divisions are very different. Um, the area that he works in, they actually come to your business. They'll talk you through it. They'll wa- they'll they'll look at all the stuff that's in your offices and go, okay, you need to fix that. Right. Okay. That's going to be in trouble, but you're not going to get busted for it. You're just yeah. going to be
1: told, check this out. And then, um, the other, other thing I tell people is we can do everything for you except fix it you, fix it for you. <laughs> so, you know, we'll give you any templates that you need, which is another service that, that, that oh, we nice. offer. Um, you know, no strings attached. If, if if you need a template for a program or for a policy, you know, feel free to give us a call. We'll be happy to send, put one in the email or send one out by mail uh, to, to you. Uh, no strings attached.
0: See, so if you thought the government just sits there and busts you for stuff and doesn't do things for you, look. We got we got Alan and his his crew <laughs> working super hard. Uh, once again the phone number for them is 586 9100 sorry 808 <laughs> 586-9100. You can schedule your visit. It is free and confidential. There's no citations and no penalties, which is really important to remember. This is not, this is a proactive thing that you're doing. It's not something that's gonna net that's gonna get you busted. That's not what they're out to do. So uh, that's awesome. Is there
1: anything else you wanted to say in closing? Give us a call if you need anything. Again, that number 808-586-9100. Uh, and, you know, we look forward to hearing from you or, or assisting with or assisting you in all of your safety and health needs. Awesome. And by the way, if you are uh, out there and thinking to yourself, I don't want to call the number. I'm
0: going to look them up online. Uh, just go to labor.hawaii.gov and then you can slash with Hiash, and, and you'll find it right there. And Hiash is H I. O-S-H. Alan, thank you so much for this time.
1: No, thank you for having
0: yeah. me. See, not bad. paintings, no? right? Yeah. Yeah, told you. No, all I'm worried about is you looking around the room going,
1: well, I don't know. <laughs> this job does change the way that you look at things. When If you're at a tourist location and everyone's looking at the scenery, I'm busy looking at the guy on the wall down there that doesn't have any fall protection. I don't know about that one.
0: Yeah. When you go on vacation, people are like, oh, my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thank you. Once again, Alan Yamamoto joining us here uh, from Hayash. Everybody, we will talk to you next week. Thank you very much for joining (laughs) us for another episode of Hawaii Matters.